Welcome to Paranormal Activity with me, Yvette Fielding, where we hear from you the true experiences you've had with the paranormal and we try to understand them. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. This week, we were sent a spooky story that sent shivers right down my spine when I heard it. If you've had a paranormal encounter with a ghost, extraterrestrial, or something unexplained, send us a voice note into paranormalactivitypod at gmail.com and you could be featured on our next episode. This week, we're focusing on the tools of the paranormal investigators trade, how they work and what they tell us. When I first began investigating, the pieces of equipment I used were really very basic. Actually, I start laughing when I think about it. I had a a big bag and in it, I would have a torch, a temperature gun, uh, a camera with a flash, uh, of course, night vision cameras, which we had anyway, because we were part of a TV crew, uh, an EMF meter, which I absolutely loved, um, and a Ouija board, though I hadn't used it when I first started. I think I was too scared. I also used to carry around with me a small trigger object. I think I used to just carry with me an old Victorian penny, uh, a piece of A4 paper and a black marker pen. Uh, I think I even had a small bag of flour in my kit, but more about that later on. Within 20 odd years of investigating, more modern technology has been introduced and some more interesting than others. And in my opinion, some of them a complete waste of time and money. But at the end of the day, whatever a paranormal investigator uses to capture or communicate with the spirit world, and if they get great results, it's all down to personal choice. And that's great. Today, of course, the kit is much bigger and much more expensive um, from the up-to-date night vision cameras to computer programs. There are so many versions of so many different machines. For instance, REM pods. Um, What are they? I hear you cry. Uh, They're a device that captures unseen movement. It kind of acts as a motion sensor, really. And and I think there's nothing more exciting than, say, for instance, you're up in an attic or down in a cell and you've set uh, your REM pod up and there's nobody walking around whatsoever. And then you hear footsteps. There's nobody moving and the footsteps get louder and louder. And then the REM pod 
goes off like a bleep, like an alarm. And you're like, oh my God, it's gone off. And you all run. It's really exciting. Of course, spirit boxes. Um, now, these are small boxes that are basically radio scanners. Um, the little box scans through the many, many airwaves uh, and will stop randomly um, when a word or sentence is spoken out. So if we're doing a seance, for example, and I'm saying, is there anybody there? Um, what's your name? Uh, and there's something really eerie about that noise you've got this sort of static and it's echoing throughout the room and it's pitch black and you hear this and I'll say what's your name and then you hear jump and you go oh gosh and when I first worked with this piece of equipment I was fascinated and so excited but then I found too many holes in its workings um, so now I don't use them but that's just my personal uh, belief but many people do use them and apparently they get amazing results. Again, it's about what works for you and the individual. SLS cameras, again, lots of groups like to use these. Now, the camera is pointed in a, into a supposed haunted room and if a spirit is present, their image is represented by a stick figure that is shown on the screen. And I remember using one in an old castle. I was sat on the floor, I think in one of the uh, stately bedrooms Bedrooms, and everyone gasped as a stick figure walked towards me and sat down. We couldn't believe it. We were like, goodness me, you know, what's caused this? And it was discovered after lots and lots of testing and rerunning that it was indeed the reflection of another person walking out of shot uh, and the camera had picked up its shadow on the wall. So I've never used this piece of equipment since. But like I say, uh, I'm sure there are plenty of people out there, many paranormal groups who swear by them. And that's great. Just not me. Then there's a whole plethora of ghost hunting apps, which I think uh, are more for fun than they are for serious ghost hunting. One thing to remember, no one has ever captured the essence of a spirit. So how do we know what it's made of? And also a machine is as fallible as the person who made it. For me, I like to think some of our greatest minds were on the right track. Graham Alexander Bell was a spiritualist who invented the first components of the telephone, which in turn were to be able to talk to the dead. John Logie Baird, the Scottish inventor of the television tube, he dabbled in spiritualism and seances and Baird wrote, discoveries of far-reaching importance remain waiting along these shadowy and discredited paths. Could he capture a ghost image and project it for all to see? Thomas Edison had always been intrigued by the paranormal. He once told the New York Times he possessed a machine that would measure life units which dispersed through the universe after death. He also had begun work on his ghost phone, which later became known as EVP or electronic voice phenomena, which I absolutely love. And I've had the most amazing evidence captured on uh, this particular machine. And a lot of people can now download an app on your laptop and try to capture and have captured electronic voice phenomena for themselves. I love thinking 
up new inventions and so far the one thing I can definitely rely upon is the tapping board. The knocking phenomena when it's strong can tap out along the letters and numbers giving names, dates and places or when those names, dates and places can be verified by a curator of a building we're investigating or a historian. This to me is absolutely phenomenal. I love it and I get so excited But another extraordinary phenomena, and it's absolutely wonderful to witness, is when a spirit is known to leave their handprint or footprint in a haunted location. I remember seeing photographs of an empty windowsill. Apparently, a ghost liked to leave their handprint um, every single day. So, after a fine dusting of flour on the windowsill and watchful eyes on a locked room, the investigators were dumbfounded the following morning when they came in and discovered a massive handprint embedded into the flour. Over the years, the most famous evidence has been caught on still cameras and many of the pictures have been allegedly debunked, like the famous brown lady of Raynham Hall. I love that photograph and I was gutted when I was told it was probably faked. But most people will always try to debunk captured phenomena. I should know, it's an investigator's nightmare. Of all the tools of the trade, I like to use my senses. I think they're all the best pieces of equipment to date. They're free and they're not heavy to lug about. So if you fancy going it alone on an investigation, take all the equipment you like, have fun, but don't forget to plug in your ears, nose, eyes and your brain. What words come into your head? Are there any images? Don't ignore them. Someone might be trying to talk to you. This week's story is from Ben in the northwest of England, who had a terrifying experience when on a paranormal investigation at the Badger Inn in Church Minshall. I was on a vigil with a local paranormal group at the Badger Inn in Church Minshall. And there must have been about eight of us, I think. And the old, because we went a few times, the owners used to just leave us there. So um, they left us there for the night. We'd only been there a few hours and um, had set the cameras and things up like that. The, the group did all stuff like that. They had a big fire, so we stole the fire up and with the wood and coal. And one of the girls that we were with was sat um, across from the bar on a long bench seat and was saying, oh, it's really, really cold. I feel really cold. And people were just taking general snaps around about. And um, one of them that was taken of her, there was um, a hand that had come to the wall that was right by her head and she was saying, that, oh, it's really cold, I get gusts of air. Um, but yeah, on the picture, there was literally a hand through the wall at the side of her head. And I think that was published in a local um, paper um, as well. I think it was the same night because we did go a few times. One of the daughters of the man who ran the pub and lived there um, said that one of the rooms upstairs that nobody would stay in that room because they just had a horrible feeling in the room. So again, this time we... Um, went into the room and it was actually me and the local medium I can't remember his name um, that were in the room and he was calling out to this spirit that he said was in the room and um, the wardrobe in the far corner of the room just started like hearing a banging noise which was coming from the wardrobe so I went out to look and thought nothing of it because it had stopped then he was calling out again, getting quite angry, and was um, shouting 
and this banging was getting louder and eventually the actual wardrobe was rocking and banging back and forth onto the wall which wasn't very nice I can say I wasn't in that room for much longer The hairs on the back of my neck have all stood to attention. Brilliant, Ben. I'd love to see the picture of the hands coming out of the wall. And I'd love to know who haunts the inn. Did you find out? Please, please, can you get in touch and let us know more? It's always important to talk to the spirits. Talk to them as if they were standing in the room. They're still people after all. We just can't see them. And that's what Ben and his colleague did. My fellow investigators, Carl and Stuart, are always talking and something I don't like is when they try to rile them, hoping for a reaction. And most times they get a very angry response, like a wardrobe moving on its own, banging about like Ben, or having a heavy object flying at them. So remember, don't be shy, have a good chat and hopefully they'll respond. I prefer the more gentler answers, a whisper, a whistle, an object moving gently right in front of me. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Welcome to Mum's the Word, a brand new parenting podcast with me, Ashley James. Pregnancy, piles, and all the other problems that come with parenting. I'm not going to be sugarcoating anything. It's all about truths, taboos, and of course, celebrating the amazing highs too. Each week, I'll be talking about the journey of being a mum. For me, it's my first time, so I'll have some celebs and experts and you guys to help join me and hopefully figure out what on earth I'm meant to be doing. It's a podcast for all the parents out there, our very own little club. Hit follow now so you don't miss an episode. Mum's the Word, the parenting podcast with me, Ashley James. Coming soon. It's the best parenting podcast out there. Welcome back. I'd like to talk about the most famous piece of ghost hunting equipment, the Ouija board. 
It began its many lives in ancient China around 1100 AD. This method was known as Fuji, F-U-G-I, and apparently it means planchette writing. This method of communication was used up until the Xing dynasty, when it was banned in 1644. I wonder what the stories were behind that. I'd love to know. Others believe it dates back as far back as three and a half thousand years to ancient Egypt, where it was called the Senate or the board game of death. During the Victorian period and during the First World War, across Europe, Britain and America, seances and talking boards, later known as Ouija, were being used on a nightly basis. So why? Now, we discussed this quite recently in our UFO uh, chat, and I really believe that people want to communicate with the other side um, and we have more uh, phenomena, um, more visits from otherworldly beings um, during times of crisis. So for instance, during World War I, uh, and of course we had the Spanish flu, um, there was massive amounts of, of loved ones dying, huge death tolls. And of course, people wanted to talk to their loved ones. They wanted to make sure that they'd made it to the other side. Could they please try and talk to their loved ones? They wanted to talk to their, their uh, departed sons and husbands, brothers, fathers and so on. So the seance and the birth of spiritualism was born. And many people would visit mediums, psychics, parlours were introduced to the Ouija board and seances. Uh, and so many people were desperate to try, as I say, communicate with the other side. And the Ouija board then came into play pardon the pun, but they were. And there are many different theories about where the actual modern-day Ouija board comes from, the ones that we see today. But the forerunner for the modern board seems to come from a man called Charles Kennard, who lived in Maryland in the United States of America. He asked a man who was a cabinet and coffin maker to make a few of these boards that he had invented. This man was called Reich or Reich. He later claimed that he had come up with the idea of the Ouija board. Mr Kennard then takes the board to Elijah Bond, who was a lawyer. Apparently, Kennard and Bond sit in on a seance with a medium who happens to be Bond's sister-in-law, Helen Peters. They use the board to ask the spirits what they should call this board game. And apparently, the board spells out the letters O-U-I-J-A, Ouija. And apparently, the word means good luck in ancient Egypt, which brings us full circle and back to the game called Senate or the Board of Death made by the ancient Egyptians. And maybe these ancient Egyptians were trying to warn us. My own experiences with the famous Ouija board has fueled a love-hate relationship. The first time I used one was at a maze of tunnels known as the Hellfire Caves in West Wickham, England. I remember we decided that we were going to use the Ouija board that night. So all day I was on edge. I was absolutely terrified. I thought, oh my goodness me, you know, what's going to happen? Are we going to get possessed? I, I'd heard of these Ouija boards 
um, I was shaking and a few of us were chosen and a young um, cameraman was also uh, chosen and asked would he like to take part and he said that he would. So I think four of us in total, myself, Carl, uh, I think my brother, um, the young camera operator and um, a rigger, I can't remember exactly who was there but then only a small amount of us we then moved down into the maze of tunnels and we moved into the furthest deepest part we set some candles around us uh, positioned our cameras and then we put the Ouija board into the center of the room and we all sat around in a circle and placed our fingers on the glass and I'll never forget it absolutely petrified when this glass started to move and I remember I think it spelt out something along the lines of die or death and I screamed uh, and I was so frightened and the young cameraman got up and walked out and um, we never saw him again he never came back on a most haunted um, and he said I, I'm sorry I, I just can't dabble in anything like that I, I'm very sorry I, d- I don't want any more part of it and that was the end of it um, and nothing spooky happened to us on the way home and um, and so began this love-hate relationship with this strange little board um, that we take with us everywhere I also remember having, um, uh, gosh, we used to do lots of of live shows of lots of um, fans remember of Most Haunted. And every time we did a Ouija board session on the live shows and we a a, a series of uh, these Ouija board sessions um, were transmitted. And I think there was about five or six of them. And every time we sat down, the glass would move or the planchette would move and the name Jake would be spelt out. Um, And it seemed to sort of be a clever, nasty entity um, and was very manipulative uh, and quite frightening because I would say, what are you wanting to say to us? What are you spelling out? And I would uh, sort of sound the letters out and um, a succession of letters came out and it was K-I-L-L-M-E. And I was spelling this out and I went, kill me. Oh, my gosh, I've just said kill me to it. Um, Believe you me, I couldn't sleep for a very long time after that. Are they dangerous? That's one of the the many questions asked about Ouija boards. And I think they can be if not used correctly. Remember, the only experts in understanding communication with the dead are the ones that have made that journey. I've had some amazing messages come through for me personally. I remember the very first time my grandmother came through. I was in absolute bits. I was in tears, but tears of joy. I was so excited to, to hear from my wonderful grandmother. And so for me personally and for others, there were comforting words. Um, and I think that that's absolutely beautiful. As you've already heard, you can certainly get vulgar, vile, frightening messages through too. And this open portal, if you will, has and can cause untold damage, in my opinion. I always do a silent prayer before we start and when we finish, only in my head. I also know my dad certainly wouldn't let anything harm me whatsoever. If you've never done a Ouija board before, please do get advice and do your own research. Go in with your eyes open. But my husband, Carl, has his own opinion on how dangerous Ouija boards are. Carl? Ouija boards have never hurt anyone. It's all hogwash. 
Hogwash. Some of you may know that you can join me and some members of the Most Haunted team on a haunting experience. Last week, I spent the evening with Most Haunted sceptic Glenn Hunt. We're investigating the Botanical Gardens Museum in Southport. Members of the public had joined us for a night of ghost hunting and we were in the cellar conducting a table tipping session. A small table is placed in the centre of the room and a few people place their fingers lightly upon the top. We call out and ask for the table to move and vibrate. We also had other pieces of machinery placed around the room in readiness to capture any phenomena. Now listen out for a little knock in reply to ours. Incidentally, if you fancy a night of ghost hunting with me and some members of the Most Haunted team, check out www.mosthauntedexperience.com. in the centre people are sat round and as we're singing the table is moving is it still moving? yeah, yeah. it's completely it's going towards yeah. Yeah. is yeah, it the one two legs still? yeah yeah and as you guys were just uh, singing we've just got the moan in the room I'm hoping that's caught on there okay well it started just taps yeah. like yeah, as yeah. if something was tapping underneath and it's quietened down and now it's way. just mm. try tapping on the table like yeah yeah, yeah. Can you copy this? Thank you for listening to Paranormal Activity with me, Yvette Fielding. We'll be back at the same time, same place, next week. Stay up to date with the newest episodes by giving us a follow. And if you enjoyed this episode, please rate and review. We want to hear from you, we really do. So please send in an audio clip telling us your paranormal story to this address, paranormalactivitypod at gmail.com. That's paranormalactivitypod at gmail.com. We also have an Instagram page, so follow us at paranormalactivitypod. And remember, things aren't always as they seem. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win, and support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard Fixed Indemnity Insurance Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at UH1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.